Welcome to the Breathe to Ride podcast with Kristen Whitaker and Katie Boehner. Get ready to join us for all kinds of stories and conversations about this experience and journey that you are on. To enhance the mind, body, and soul of the relationship between you, yourself, and your equine partner. This is a brand new start for the relationship and method between your communication and your partnership together. We will cover the science of breath and the biomechanics of training, horsemanship, and riding. You're going to learn a whole new perspective on how you view yourself and your horse and develop a melodic nature every time you handle, groom, or ride your horses. Please remember to check with your healthcare provider before starting any new physical exercise or breath program. Okay, inhale, exhale, repeat. Let's go. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Breathe to Ride podcast. Katie and I are sitting at my family farm in Norwell at Whit Acres, and we're sitting in front of a pond that, as you come up our driveway, has a waterfall in it, and it's really, really beautiful. And so we decided that this would set the scene for today's conversation. Katie and I are here together for two days, kind of spur of the moment. Um, teaching some private lessons, not based around the clinic, but using different platforms, both from breath and biomechanics and horsemanship to meet with people one-on-one -on -one and help them with some of their horsemanship journey. And we thought today that we should probably touch base and I laughed because I am so often driving up and down my driveway, um, not at a high rate of speed because there's kids around and animals around and, and doggies around, but very preoccupied with what's next on my agenda and my to-do list. And let me tell you, there are multiple lists. <laughs> and I drive by the pond and never really stop to take a minute and look at the beauty. And quite often people who drive onto my property will come here and sit in the chairs that we have and eat their lunch or or just watch the nature and listen to the waterfall and listen to the horses that are in the background and listen to the waterfall and I don't always take advantage of the time to realize how beautiful it is so it was a perfect scene to set up today's conversation which I'll let Katie start to introduce here as to what we're talking about fantastic so hi Kristen hi this is an absolutely beautiful setting and for me coming to the farm the first time I have a thing for water and waterfalls and fountains and I was pleasantly surprised to find a beautiful fountain waiting for me as I drove up the driveway at Woodacres. So if you ever have a chance to come to Woodacres, the waterfall is even on in the winter. Yes. Well, it keeps really the circulation beautiful. going yeah. so that we can have wildlife and ducks yes. and things like that still alive. Really that was actually the original <laughs> intention behind it uh, was more for... Because uh, it adds a ripple yeah. effect yeah. into the pond. Ripple. And it keeps this so. ripple effect from the ice freezing, solidity confining energy. The ripples keep the energy moving. 
in regards to this word, this theme, this topic of ripple, Kristen and I get to teach together often these days. And I have heard Kristen mention a few times the ripple effect within her instructing. I find this topic absolutely fascinating in regards to my role in our partnership as working with the breath and the body and the ripple effect of the breath. So we thought it would be a really cool topic for a discussion on our podcast about the ripple effect in your body, in your breath, in your muscles, in your intentions, and how that integrates and weaves into the ripple effect of the horse and your horsemanship. Mm-hmm. So. I always like to start off with defining the words that we work with because we all come to these conversations with a different scope, a different perspective. One of my greatest mentors, my dear spiritual father, Pop-Up, he is a big one on me defining my words. He goes, Katie, you get very wordy. What does that mean? And so I've really started to adopt the definitions into the words. So we have a clear point of beginning of where we're all on the same page of what these definitions mean. I giggled when I looked up the definition of ripple (laughs) before this podcast. The definition of ripple is a small wave or series of waves, especially if caused by an object dropped into a pond or created by a slight breeze. Now that didn't really make me giggle. That makes sense. The second definition made me giggle because it said a type of ice cream (laughs) with a chocolate swirl mixed into the middle of it, which I thought was kind of cute that actually made the definition. So I'm going to pass this back off to Kristen for just a moment so she can bring in the horsemanship side of how she relates to the ripple effect within her own personal training, her own riding, and how she instructs from this point of the ripple effect. So where I often use it is I'm trying to explain to people that everything we do on a horse has an impact. It can be positive, it can be negative. Um, I always say that, you know, you need to have an answer to a cue that you've given. Even if it's negative, it's better than nothing. And so, for me, it it comes from the aids in horse riding. It might come from the hand, it might come from the spur. Um, I find it can come when I'm trying to explain someone popping a rein versus hold or feel on a rein um, that's where I find I keep using that word ripple you've got to think about what is the rippling effect of what you're doing and how is that making your horse feel so for example like if you can imagine someone bumping you repeatedly how long can that last without it turning into negative repercussions um, that's exactly what it is. That that ripple becomes annoying. It's not this soft, like we're looking out at the pond and every once in a while a fish jumps here or a bird comes down and it's like this soft little, they touch the water and there's a softness to, us, to it. But if you're constantly bumping with your spur, bumping with your hand, that's not softness. Um, that's actually adding in negative energy. And the horse can ripple the person as well which I'll talk about that in a little bit Um, but you have to I guess like you've got to tune the channel somewhat and clear the static like the static in that rippling has to go away you have to turn over a new leaf you have to find a place of 
clear and concise cues that might have repetition in order to make sense. I mean, we've talked about yep. repetition. You have to have repetition. You have to have practice. You have to have muscle memory. These are all topics that are in other podcasts. They're all topics we talk about all the time. But you also have to understand that sometimes that repetition be can become such a ripple that it does become negative. And that's where mm -hmm. I will step in and I'm seeing something. Somebody said to us yesterday, well, I don't want my horse to get ring sour. Mm -hmm. um, me neither, by the way. <laughs> right? um, I, I want your horse to go in there and the ripples feel so good and so soft that they're welcoming them and that they start to understand that there's persuasion, there's belief, there's honesty, there's, you know, if you ask for the same cue the same way, there's going to be an expected response from it that's good, that's willing, and they don't get frustrated or yeah. rippling in a bad way. So I think, um, you know, and I want to talk a little bit about how that's, that's a physical effect, a spur, a rein, um, your hand, uh, the, the, if a, if a leg's not working, if your seat's not working and your leg's not working, we have to turn it up a little bit, but the spur needs to then work to reinforce the seat and the leg or the whip needs to work because if it doesn't, um, then we're taking all of that rippling and we're basically muting it and, and that that's when the horse right. gets frustrated. Yeah. So I think that's a, that's a physical side of it. There's an emotional side of it. I want to talk about the environmental side of it. Um, mm -hmm. You probably want to talk a little bit about like yeah, the I weather side of it. Like for me to jump in from my s mindset of the mindfulness, the breath and the body in this relationship to the horsemanship is that the ripple effect is a presence of why mindfulness matters because the frequency that the vibration that you're sending from your antenna to your horse's antenna, they have to try to find some type of synchronicity. There has to be some type of coalescence that you're both striving for, or you run into that static, that dissonance that can sound like in a song is like a, a flat note or a high pitch or a sharp sound. So hey, don't pick on my singing. <laughs> <laughs> we do sing a lot together and we're, we're, we're terrible. We're, we're working on it. I mean, there's no, there's no um, insecurity in our singing. We definitely let it rip, but there might it be some dissonance. There's some rippling. <laughs> there might be some dissonance. What was the good one this morning we were singing? I forget which one it was, but it was good. So I believe that the presence of the energy of mindfulness can offer this gift of that centeredness into yourself. So you can start to understand where that ripple effect begins. Lots of times when clients, horses and human alike find Kristen and I, we're at the edge of the ripple. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if you watch the edge of the ripple, by the time it gets to the edge, it's picked up in a pond, it's picked up some chaff from the top of the pond, it's going in a different direction. Maybe it's running towards the rocks and it's going to crash. I like to go back to where that ripple begins, right in the drop of the ocean, when the droplet hits the puddle, when the tip of the blackbird's wing kisses the pond and it sends out that ripple, that moment of softness when the frequencies change and combine is where my interest comes in. And to bring that awareness into that and to remember that we are all connected and these deep connections that we have 
stretch like an interwoven complicated tapestry. And each one of us, horses alike, we all exist within this tapestry through our thoughts and actions, like stones dropped in a pond, or in this case, these blackbirds keep coming down and just kissing the surface of the pond. They may be going after something else, but within their pursuit of where they're going, they leave a ripple effect behind them. And these ripples that come from our actions can have a negative or positive effect. There's nothing wrong with a negative effect. It means there's a place for some type of rebalancing. But to start to bring a deeper awareness that you are creating a ripple and that your horses are aware of that ripple. And can you start to really sense the softness in the presence of when the ripple begins? And in my position, I believe that all begins with the quality of the breath, the sense of understanding the breath is even part of the ripple. And before there is action, there is always a breath. And before there is a ripple, the air pressure moves the bird, the air pressure moves our lungs, the air pressure moves the horse. It's rather intricate and quite beautiful if you bring the softness of the ripple into it all. It's interesting you say that because I think that there's been a huge shift in not how we teach, but how people are perceiving the things that we're teaching yeah. as we progress as we do more of these breeds to ride clinics, yeah. as we get people being a little bit more aware of their fitness on fitness day, day for the clinics. Um, but most importantly is we're changing the perspective of how people are thinking about their horses and their relationship with their horses. And yeah. it really doesn't matter. And the relationship matter. with themselves and their, their relationship themselves, yeah. to and their horses. It really doesn't matter the level, the discipline. No. Um, whether they're on, we worked with somebody yesterday on the ground yeah, only. Yeah, a good thing to mention. And that yeah. was so cool because, you know, <clears throat> you can talk about biomechanics in the saddle. And there are many clinicians that are teaching great biomechanics in the saddle. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take anything away from that. There are great clinicians out there teaching your horsemanship, or your footfalls, your steps, the awareness. That or, might have been the huge fish that ripped. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but actually, it's a big ripple. <laughs> no, I think that's a no. That's a big ripple. Something if that's a snapping turtle, we're just no, gonna, it's not. No. Um, so, so, and if it's a snake, but notice I, if how it's a snake, ripple, by the way, I'm out of here. But you notice how the ripple is clearing the chaff from the top of the water. There's a smoothness. There's a frequency change. It's an it's a gateway into the next moment. And, these and that's, ripples but that's that. what that is one thing that's missing. And as the mm -hmm. wind picks up here, mm -hmm. it reminds the me. The wind of, adds the ripple what you're teaching people is the breath and the wind is the breath of the body that creates the change and brings the change forward so the ripple is necessary for change the ripple is in there but we sometimes make a splash mm. when all we need is a ripple mm. speaking and if we splash we end up in a little bit of a muddle so that's interesting because i was just going to start talking about the aids again um having you know whether again it's your it's your bit it's your hand it's your rein it's your your latigo your um spur your whip your anything any kind of stimulus that you're adding to your energy your breath your nervousness your trailer ride through boston yeah anything that you bring <laughs> to get to into winters. it that ripple effect is going to be different in specific situations yes so for example we we talked about this not too long ago when we we're visiting an ocean and we we're watching and I sometimes image in my mind that I need somebody to think 
a little bit more like the ocean. Like they need a little more energy in them. Mm -hmm. They need Tidal to be a little energy. bit, yeah, they, they need a little bit more power to express the horse that they're the leader. And then quite often I think to myself, okay, we just need this to be a little softer ripple. We need to go to the, we're sitting in front of the pond here and mm -hmm. everything's very soft and quiet. Mm -hmm. There's a horse that just trailered in and they're getting ready in the round ring and the horse is whinnying to see if there's any friends. Like that's where you need to bring maybe a little bit of softness to that ripple effect. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, if you're skipping rocks, which by the way, I can't, but Sean can do, <laughs> Sean can do really well. So I just watch him skip rocks when we go places and it's a really cool place to do that. Um, but it, it's greatly influenced by the environment to which you're skipping the rocks in. So if there's any kind of current, you're not going to have a skip. So it's the same with the horses. And there's a balance that comes from skipping there's, the rocks. There's a very much a balance. Mm -hmm. and the same with the horses. So your, what you're going, your influence is going to be very different if it's say a colt start versus a finish horse. If it's you at your home in your customary ring versus all of a sudden the show ring. More importantly, about how about the warm up ring mm. when everybody's going ten thousand different directions and you're nervous and your horse is nervous. Um, it's going to be different if you show in a group um, type presentation, show ring presentation, or if you're doing a dressage test or a jump set where you're the only one in there. So that influence, that the environment greatly influences how much you need for a stimulus. So you might need to firm up you might need to increase your energy. You might need to be able to bring your breath work that we teach you up so that you can take and maintain leadership. You might have to increase, I'll use this often, your volume mm -hmm. and the volume of your energy. But then, again, once you've increased it, know how to decrease it. Right. And that's so important. Know how to go back to your training with more of a repetitive nature and make that that softer feel. Um, and we talk a lot about that volume, the softer feel in the physical body with the horsemanship and the riding. And we work really hard day one in the Breathe to Ride clinics to teach the breathing. And we kind of encourage everybody to really turn the volume up on their breathing and almost over breathe for the sense of practicing the physicality of how the breath works within the biomechanics of the body. And then when we get on the horse, one thing that I find really, really fun to teach and bringing the awareness is the ripple effect of the breath. For instance, if you're on a young horse, you do need to breathe a little bit bigger, a little bit softer into their belly. And then you get onto some of these other, we'll say, your Western dressage test horses, you know, levels, you know, all the performance way performance horses. Performing. You need a performance breath that mm -hmm. has a different ripple effect. You almost have to maintain the container. You need to keep the container pressurized so that ripple's not, you're not throwing away the energy that you're gathering for the rest of your test. Whatever the performance is, if you're a reining horse, if you're a jumping horse, all of those different aspects really start with the container of the ripple. Like you already the have the ocean. The you mean you already have the ocean under you? Correct. So, so where are you? controlling or riding rather there's no control aspect to any of this to be honest it's not the right word but where is the relationship the awareness to the effective ripple that you need for whatever you're trying to accomplish
within that moment. And that is something that we have found to be really profound when people start to recognize, wow, I can affect my body movement by the volume of breath. Now, Kristen uses volume as in almost like volume as an in intensity up, intensity down. And breath is actually measured in volume like it would be water. So how much volume do you have to have within the system of the human to help regulate the volume of breath needed within the system of the horse? And it's incredibly powerful to understand and build an awareness to. And sometimes we're coming in and we're making a big splash and a much bigger ripple than our horses need. Mm -hmm. And certain, most of the time we're louder than we need to be or we're saying the wrong thing mm -hmm. in the ripple, mm -hmm. which I find in bodies a super common misalignment or unbalance we're finding in almost all clinics that we teach is shoulder and hip alignment. And the ripple effect into the horse is massive. If your hip on the left is a little bit behind and your right hip's a little stuck and vice versa in the shoulders, you can be doing all of the right things eating right, feeding your horse right, going to clinics, learning, but if you don't know that this ripple that you're sending out has a little bit of an extra bump in it in one side, it's going to affect the way the horse moves. It really does. It affects the way you feel about your riding. It affects the overall energy of how the whole process and where that ripple starts to meet the shore because once that ripple goes out, it comes back to you. So that ripple comes from you, it bumps into the horse, and the horse is going to send that energy back to you and you need to be able to understand that I'm, I'm picturing like our third day of our breath mm -hmm. clinics when all of a sudden we we increase literally the volume yeah we do we change your breath we change your energy we yep. change we we change how you feel about yourselves your perspective we add music to it mm -hmm. uh, I mean that day is really it's a, a blast it's, it's a blast but what I'm laughing over is how we start these people off in a very mind-based manner mm -hmm. where we're 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 asking them to slow down, mm -hmm. slow down, yep. find your breath, yep. find your awareness to it. And then I'm laughing because by the third day, we're like, hey, <laughs> galloping, get, around yeah, the galloping around the ring, like breathe, get out there. And, and I believe that that also we can take this to another <laughs> whole level where this breathe to ride. We want the ripple of breathe to ride to go beyond the horsemanship, to yes. go beyond the person, to go out into the industry, yep. to go in this ripple that there is support out there. There are two clinicians sitting here professionally ready to support you and your horses and your environment. The community of horsemanship is improved if we have a presence within us and we're aware of how our ripples affect. When it comes into showing, maybe there's some jealousy, maybe there's some cattiness in your barn, and those ripple effects affect our They're industry. Real. They're, They're real. They're real and they matter, and energy is important yeah. in all of this. So I know we see you have two people. Yeah. Two people teaching you how mm -hmm. to understand all that is going on in your world understand like I was just talking about the stimulus the the environmental effects how the weather changes you how your emotions yeah. change you how your physical being changes you um, mental it's certainly mental all of this is mental just being able to get on swing your leg over your horse mm -hmm. is a mental capacity that most people don't understand how important that is um, and again, that's, that's your, that's the ripple and that's, that's the rippling the ripple. into the whole rest of your life. Right, I was going to say the ripple never ends. It's no. one ripple after another ripple after another ripple. 
the weather creates ripples all, all right, over we're the globe. we're going to stop saying that word so much. I feel like ripple. we're... <laughs> ripple. Ripple. It's a fun word to say. I have, I want to, I'm kind of, I want to add one yeah, more thing. Go for it. Um, before we end on the ripple, ripple, ripple. <laughs> um, but I, I want everyone to think a little bit like, we want to help you with your guidance. It's guidance through life. Mm-hmm. Um, personal guidance. Personal guidance, yep. your horse guidance. Yep. And so, again, something else that I will often say, and I think Katie, actually, you, you jumped all over me when you heard this the first time that I was teaching, and I think I was teaching a lesson, and you were there. Um, I don't believe you were oh, teaching with me. Talk about. And I and yeah. I said to somebody, no, I, I was walking around with them, and yeah. I had put my arm around them. We were doing actually a, a groundwork that had led into, actually, it had led into a draw rain session to eventually lead into a long line session Mm -hmm. and i love long lines they're extremely beneficial used in the correct way same thing with draw rains there's nothing wrong with draw rains used in a positive nature to help the horse find their own balance without the rider interfering and i feel strongly about that so again um i was out teaching somebody and i was saying to the person I want you to think, and I put my hand, my arm around their shoulders, mm-hmm. and I said, I want you to think that it's the difference between poking somebody in the side. And think about this even with a spur. I'm going to use spurs for lateral work. I'm going to use my whips for my forward. But say you're a student and it's come to the last day and you need to make a speech in front of your class, or say you're a big exec and you need to get in front of a crowd or you know anything um you have a bridal shower and you need to, you to get up and a podcast. You, or you have to record a <laughs> podcast i mean but anything where all of a sudden you feel like you're the only person on the earth and everyone's staring at you and so i want people to feel that with their horse and i want them to grasp and want to be there for their horse so instead of me poking you in your side and saying hey get in the ring or get into the movement or get underneath my seat. I want you to instead think, don't push them into the amphitheater. Don't push them onto the stage. Why don't you put your arm around and help guide them and take all that rippling that is all of a sudden like creating these forces that we don't want, these negative energies. And why don't we just calm the waters just a little bit Put our arm around them and give them the confidence. Teach, teach you to find your heart so that you can then work with your horse from your heart. I guess more importantly, work from your breath. Mm-hmm. But we're always talking about the heart mm-hmm. and the breath being together. Yeah. And lead them in with your arm around them. For me, that's just such a better way to be in touch with your horsemanship again I'll remind you that doesn't mean that you don't have to turn up the energy and the volume sometimes that's right you still have to use there may be times you walk in and you are supposed to command the crowd and no one's paying attention and you might need to get up there and be like hey come to attention or once in a while I yell to Sean I'm like can you do your police whistle (laughs) Like, like like get you might need to have eyes turn on you and that's important with your horse too. And your ripple. You then need has what to I just say to somebody ripple. yesterday. Eyes, not mm. feet. Yeah. I want to see that horse's eyes. eyes. And so I guess, um, I guess that that 
for me is there's so much that you can do with your aids. There's so much you can do with um, understanding how the ripple affects you and your horse to, by themselves and together. But if you can learn how to provide guidance to that rippling, um, I think you're there. Well, I the, think the importance about the guidance to the rippling brings up the value and the quality of your ripple. Yes. So we're all rippling all the time, but I'm more interested in the ripple having an immense quality to it, a value to it, mm -hmm. have a positive charge in the ripple because the law of the universe, what you give out, you do get back. So if you're giving out a positive ripple into the world, you're going to get a positive ripple back, especially from your horses. You know, this is just not working. Well, let's back it up. Let's see where the breath is. Let's see the quality of the breath. And if you're breathing in a very anxious way, quality of the footsteps, quality of the footsteps is going to change. Mm -hmm. If you can change the quality of that sensation of the energetic ripple from the center of you, that speck of the universe that's underneath your ribs, that can then change the quality and the value of your ride. You then change the environment around you because then that ripple affects your instructors. It affects your friends you're riding with, your competitors against that you're showing against. And let me tell you right now, if you're showing and you bring a purposeful, powerful, positive, intentional ripple into the show ring, what mm. happens, Kristen? No. <laughs> <laughs> it fades to gray. It fades to gray. And all of a sudden, you Everything. are. You are the stone. You, you are, are the stone. You are the stone. Right. And you can skip all that's the right. way across there's the arena. That's right. There's immense balance like, where you're really not even touching the earth anymore. Yeah. And that's very cool. Yeah. So we will wrap this up. I'd love to finish this with a quote. And as we're talking, there's all of these little pine needles just gently kissing the pond, creating all these beautiful ripples. So you want to be the pebble in the pond that creates the ripples for a positive change. And this is a quote by Tim Cook who was very involved in Steve Jobs and the production of a lot of the Apple products that we get to use that's actually recording our podcast yes. right now. Yes. So I believe that Breathe to Ride is a positive ripple in the world of horsemanship, biomechanics, and breath work. And if you're curious about how to join one of our clinics, we are rather booked for the remaining 2023 season, but you can check us out on breathetoride.com. You can find Kristen Whitaker and Katie Boehner individually on Facebook. We have an Instagram account, Breathe to Ride, a TikTok account. All of our information is there. Send us a message on Messenger. We do have some clinics scheduled for 2023 and 2024 within the New England area, if you're curious. So that's all I have to say for this moment, Kristen. Anything else from you? Uh, I'm good. I'm, it's very, like I said, I sometimes forget to take a moment and watch all the beauty that is mm -hmm. here um, and be really thankful for where I've come in life with my horsemanship mm -hmm. and be really thankful for now being able to work with somebody that can make the whole package that much more powerful when it comes mm -hmm. to horse handler, rider, and the horse. Like I think that union is just it's just on the on the we're at the the tip of the iceberg mm. uh, for yes. really what this means and with that we have lessons starting we do we have up. a lesson starting actually in about eight minutes yes. somebody's waiting so, for us um so yes no uh, you know just take a moment to when you're having that even if you're having a great ride if you're having a not so great ride if you're having a wonderful moment with your horse it's harmonious and you're feeling love if you're having a moment that's not feeling so comfortable, try to understand what 
is happening with that ripple. Try to understand, is it coming from you? Is it coming from external environment? Is it coming from weather change? Is it coming from emotions? Is it, is it coming from, you know, any, just try to understand the place. Yeah. And then see if you can smooth it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and what is your quality of thread within the tapestry? And when life pushes on the tapestry as a whole, are you creating uh, a softness and strength in that tapestry or are you part of the frayed edge? And can you support others by having your awareness of the strength of your thread within the tapestry of your ripple? So thank you everybody. And don't forget, inhale, exhale, repeat. repeat. Have a great day. Bye.